It's time to get to work. This is Digging Deeper with Westrack. As part of an ongoing webinar series, Westrack recently assembled an expert panel to discuss the ways in which operators can realise return on investment in technology and how innovations that were first realised in mining are helping transform other industries too. The panel includes General Manager Construction Industries and webinar host Cameron Calloway, Group Manager Client Solutions Chelsea Gray, General Manager Technology Alistair McPherson, and they're joined by Dane Corr, who's one of the directors of diversified Caratha-based earth-moving contractor Core Group and a Key West Track customer. The content from the webinar is so rich and varied that it's definitely worth delivering as part of this latest series of the Digging Deeper podcast. We've broken the webinar into four parts, and in this part one, we look at some of the ways in which technology has evolved and how innovations that may have originated in the mining sector are providing those same sorts of benefits to construction operators too. If we look at the technology itself, um, maybe we can start with Alistair giving us an overview of what the last few years have done um, from a mining perspective and how, how we've seen a change in what the mining business was 10 yep. years ago to how it is today. And really, I guess, how you see that translating a little into the construction Sophia today. Yeah, sure. So I guess the, the headline thing that we've seen is, is automation and, and uh, automated haulage. Um, but really, it's probably the journey that got there that, that is then relevant to what that means, I think, for the construction sector and where that will go. So there's been a number of technologies, I guess, that have come together to enable automation. So um, connectivity, computing power, um, and I guess the ability to um, capture a lot of data. Um, the sensor technologies come a long way. They all combine, I guess digitisation is probably the, the buzzword around that, but they all combine to allow us to, to automate. Um, and then we've, been, uh, we've seen that automation come into haulage and, and have significant impact on safety and, and productivity. A lot of the building blocks of that technology though um, actually have been around much longer. So if you, if you think satellite technology and, and uh, GPS systems in particular, they've been in survey, uh, they've been in the ag for a long time, that sort of precision agriculture has actually been around um, for a long time. Going forward, I think what happens is then those technologies actually get disaggregated again and, and flow back down into some of that smaller equipment and, and the concepts get applied but at a different level. So in, in mining, it's, it's automating the full machine. I think in construction, what we'll see is, is semi-automation or automation of certain functions and machine interaction where we can start to particularly use that data and, and the connectivity um, to have machines almost working together. Fantastic. You hit on a number of things there and then maybe there's a question for Dane in that. Uh, and, and Chelsea, um, connectivity is, is interesting. Um, you know, certainly a buzzword as we talk about how do we stay connected in real time or close to real time to our operations. Uh, and I know some examples, Dane, in your business of connectivity, I guess, affecting the maintenance strategy and the ability for for us as a dealer to better support your business. Maybe if you can talk through yeah. how you see that as a benefit. So I suppose living in Caratha, up up the northwest corner of WA, um, what people post don't understand is that you drive 50 kilometres inland, you're in a pretty remote, hot, dark place mm. sometimes. So that connectivity for us and maintenance is pretty crucial. 
as you're going inland for these hot areas, that the machines are in a lot of stress and a lot of pressure. And just having that service schedule can be so vital and so important to get the efficiencies increasing, but just get the jobs done. We're not Perth. We don't have a mechanic on every corner. And when we are three, 400 k's inland and machine breaks down, we need help. So be able to foresee that before it actually happens is a major, major bonus for us. And hence why we do partner with West Track on that, on that behalf, because many a competitor might call up, but without that backup service, or everything breaks down is probably what I'm trying to get at. Everything breaks down, whether you like it or not, and you need the backup service, which West Track certainly provide for us. Yeah, and just, I guess, going a little bit more into that, Dane, I know a recent example you were telling me about of, of you having a notification come up on your phone <laughs> of a machine with an issue. You shared that with a branch. They're seeing the same data in real time and are able to go and repair the machine with the right parts. Is, is that the story yeah, or it give actually, some context it was, to that? There's two, two stories. One was a, a grader on a Friday afternoon. I, it showed up a code. I just actually got home and opened up a beer, which is very rare for me. And the code actually showed up on my phone. And I took a screenshot and sent it straight to West Track with no talking and the words were, we'll get onto it. And come Monday morning, machine was fixed. It was actually injectors in a grader. And the second time it happens in a roller a fuel, fuel line maintenance issue. Showed up on my phone, screenshot straight through, Friday afternoon, and it was quite amazing, whereas before that would have been a long time job being held up. But to be able to have a machine fixed up and no words being said, mm -hmm. and yep, got it, it, it's pretty amazing. And that the code that was on my phone was on, on their system already. So it's quite amazing now to show that, again, I'm not rescheduling jobs, I'm not, it's labour that eventually does cost you a lot more, but to have labour not affected at all in that, in that whole system of process, that's quite remarkable. So maybe Chelsea, for you, um, as we look at connectivity and, you know, really I think we're just at the start of a journey, it's uh, by, by no means are we mature in this space, mm. but maybe give us uh, the view of where you see uh, this, this going in, you know, in the next year or two. Yeah, it's so good to hear that story and I think they're the stories that we're starting to hear more and more from our customers. Uh, we now have over 6,000 machines connected and that's increased over 30% over the last two years and essentially what Westrack brings is the ability to bring all of that data together um, one to provide those alerts to the customers you know in, in real time so that they can get hopefully Westrack yeah. onto it um, but you know however they they're running that um, but it also uh, allows our condition monitoring analysts to, to look at that information and pick up trends. And we talked about ben benchmarking pre this to better understand now proactively, how can we actually improve the health, health of the machines? How can we make sure that they were there for our customers? The remote diagnostic piece, uh, we're looking at how we can incorporate those more into customers' agreements too. And with, without that data piece, we just wouldn't be able to do that. How can we actually guarantee for our customers that before we do anything, um, we actually look at what they need and so that then incorporated in that service is is making sure that it all gets done at the same time rather than, you know, we're out in the middle of nowhere and we don't have the parts or we don't have the right person even um, to get that job done. You're listening to Digging Deeper with West Track. You mentioned benchmarking there, Chelsea, mm. and uh, I, know, um, I know one benefit for 
Dane is understanding his idle time versus the industry or more globally. Mm. Maybe explain how that how that works and the information that we provide to help him make decisions in their business. Yeah, so that that's a direction that um, Caterpillar is actually incredibly passionate about and a part that they see that they can play because obviously you know they've got this huge machine population and and we have different customers that have different machines, different sites, very different things. But they're going okay. Well, we should be able to find somewhere else another site in the world and how can we actually bring that data together in a way uh, that is searchable and comparable and we can say okay in this situation this is a this is a reasonable benchmark and, that, and the idle time is one that you know is is, is standard in um, in visually in yep. um, you know pretty much any of the solutions that we provide that our customers can and can look at that and the number that have kind of seen it and it has actually really driven change in the business particularly I think in the construction space is one of those value stories that you actually get to tell that there is a real um, dollars in that and the customers can kind of take that back and go okay well this this is worth this much to us uh, relative to the, to the you know very minor cost of technology and um, what else can we do and how do we build build from yeah. there. And we can see that happen at like I know you do get the data through versus the world it's quite interesting at times you look at it and mm. I'm even noticing trends now that when I a certain jobs I already kind of know what the idle times will be. Mm. I can tell you for like a, a normal small construction job in town it'll be around 25%. Why? Because there's more interaction mm -hmm. with people, it's stop start, mm -hmm. project managers, people like to just manage jobs with a smaller for some reason, there's always more people managing smaller jobs, whereas compared to a larger job, it's between five to 10% if you're talking long, long days in the middle of nowhere. Mm -hmm. So the data trends are there, I haven't pushed on them yet, but I'm noticing already from that data alone going, okay, mm. yeah. I can now tell. But I think and be. being able to look at it you know, I guess globally and a different yeah. things down to the most granular level of, of the job, the site, the actual machine, the operator, uh, and, and slice and dice that data in a way that's really visible um, allow, allows our customers to kind of act on that a lot more easily than they might have. I think, in the yeah, past. and it does too. Like, we're all competitive. I think <laughs> when you see a figure, you love to beat it. So I, I'm mm. really looking forward to actually what it, what it can help for us and drive for it because those little 1% savings make a big difference in the long run. So Alistair, uh, you know, conversation here is a lot about, uh, you know, the buzzword of technology and we've heard some, mm. heard some examples here of benefit. Um, do you see this as just a buzzword or what do you see the step changes or the reason why people are driving for autonomy as you opened with and, mm. and the use of technology? Is there, what's the business drivers is it in your view? So I think what we've been seeing, it was, it was uh, particularly in the mining industry, it started with safety was a, a key part. So I guess trying to remove people from the line of fire from a risky environment uh, was absolutely part of it. Uh, definitely the push for productivity. I think you get to a point where we've sort of reached, um, you know, we're, we're starting to fight over the last few little bits and technology has enabled step change performance uh, from a productivity perspective and, and that translates through to ultimately cost and and I guess improved business performance. I think those drivers will continue going forward but what we're now seeing as well on top of that is is certainly the zero emission um, that's that's now very much um, a key part of certainly our industry here in Western Australia. I think it's global but I think Western Australia is, is taking a lead. Um, a lot driven by resource sectors but in WA it's very hard to really separate the resource sector and the construction sector because they, they obviously work close together. So I think from a technology perspective the drivers we're going to see is, is there will always be a continued push for, for safety and productivity. Um, I think the safety piece in the construction space is is safety in its broadest sense. There's obviously physical safety but I think even well-being, job satisfaction, there's a lot of things like that um, that start to come into that. And then if we can do that in an environmentally sustainable way, 
um, and technology will enable that, uh, I think they are going to be the key drivers that we'll see, certainly in, in the sort of short to medium term. Mm. So maybe rephrasing that, what you're saying is the use of these applications enable us to be at the lowest cost as well as provide employment that is meaningful and beneficial going into the future? I think so, and I think it provides employment that's changing uh, in terms of it's, it's aligned with the technology and the landscape in which we live. So, you know, the next generation that's coming through and our children, um, they're natively very comfortable with, with modern technology and they're looking for work and roles that utilises that and works like that. So part of the adaptation is actually providing an environment that they want to work in and that they're familiar with. So I think there's an aspect of that as well. That was part one of our Digging Deeper podcast on realising return on investment in technology. As Alistair McPherson concluded, the emergence of technology is addressing many of the key drivers for improvement across industry, from safety performance to employee satisfaction, and delivering significant improvements in productivity and efficiency at the same time. Be sure to tune in to part two of this four-part series, in which the conversation continues with a focus on some of the key considerations that have led Caratha-based core group down the technology path. It's time to knock off for another episode of Digging Deeper with Westrack. For more episodes, head over to westtrack.com.au.